This is the Retirement Playbook with your retirement coach, Brock Elspa. Even if they don't offer the Roth 401k, don't make that an excuse not to save money in there, right? Because you want to take advantage of any kind of match at all. It's, it's free money, it's 100%. So we want free money first. And your retirement cheerleader, Danielle Elspa. Yeah, the best, um, I think, statement we ever heard was you move from forever tax to never tax. Together, they form your retirement offensive line from innovative financial solutions. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Elspa. Okay, welcome in to the Retirement Playbook brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. It's uh, Saturday morning, 7 a.m. It is. Bright and early. Bright and early. So we're ready to rock and roll. We've got a great show lined up for you today. And uh, we're going to talk mainly about managing your IRA. So this is the Retirement Playbook Show, right? In other words, everything that we talk about is retirement. Mm -hmm. Well, I can't think of a uh, better topic to talk about when it comes to uh, people's retirement and what they do, how they save money and those kinds of things all dealing with managing your IRA. We're going to talk about all of that today and more. Woohoo! Yes. So, yeah. Uh, but before we do that, let's get into uh, our website here. So you can go to our website. It's theinnovativeteam.com, mm -hmm. theinnovativeteam.com. You can click on uh, our radio show link there. It says find out more. Click on there. And what can they get, Miss Daniel? Yes, they can get our complimentary retirement income toolkit. So if you haven't downloaded this and you've been listening to our show, please do it now. We've been getting great feedback from everyone who has downloaded it. Really enjoyed all the information and the articles included in that. As Brock said, just go to our website, theinnovativeteam.com. Click on find out more and you can download the retirement income toolkit. Complimentary. Four articles included in there. Information on tax planning, Social Security strategies, um, just kind of general retirement information to get you going. All right. Yes. Let's get going. Then. That's right. Let's get these people going. Yeah. Let's get the people of Southeast IRAs. Missouri going. IRAs. That's yeah. my cheer well, for. There you go. Do you like it? <laughs> That's a good cheer. I like it. Um, okay. So we're going to, uh, again, get into managing your IRA. But before we do that, what's up with the Cardinals? Man, they are like bad right now. Uh we need to get these boys rolling Ugh. if we're going to have any chance at the playoffs at all. Right, right. And, you know, it's like, okay, well, even if we do make a big run, you know, uh, we're going to have to continue that run into mm. the playoffs, that's for sure. But mm. uh, uh, we're going up in a couple weeks, and we'll see if uh, we can bring them some good luck. But There you uh, go. <laughs> well, if anybody can, your group can. Yes, yes. The Cape Girardeau New Optimist. Yes. So, yeah, we're going to be up there. Yeah. Watch out now. Here they come. Yeah, here we come. <laughs> but uh, we got to get these boys rolling again, you know. So uh, anyway, just thought I'd throw that out there. But managing your IRA, Danielle, let's, uh, what are we going to talk about it specifically or at first? Okay, right. Well, you know, this is a great topic to discuss. Ultimately, developing a sustainable and reliable plan for one's retirement may come down to one basic question. Yes. Are you ready? Drum roll. Brrr. How can I make my money last as long as I will? Man, that was a really bad drum roll. <laughs> we, we need the noise. We keep talking about that. I know. And like I can do with my hands. I just don't know if that like translates over. Uh, to the, I don't to know the if audience. they come through either. I yeah. don't know. I'll have to uh, I'll have to maybe try about that here. Yeah. Anyway. OK. <laughs> so your question was, how can I make my money last as long as I will? That's right. So. That's you know, a they, loaded question. Yeah, I know. You take a bunch of surveys, you read about all the different results of these surveys, and people's number one fear when it comes to retirement is what? Running out of money. Right. Right? And right. making sure that what they have saved, their nest egg, and making sure that you can create the amount of income that you need to maintain your lifestyle, but not only create it, but make it sustainable for the rest of your life and your spouse's. So that's the trick, and making sure that your money... Uh, can do that is the is the goal. I mean, that's what we're here for. That's what we do for people is, you know, project this out. Now, life happens and, you know, your projections, quote unquote, or may not hold up. Um, but, uh, but, you know, you've got to have a plan. And that's the basis of all of our radio shows, really, is get a plan together. You know, even last week, talking about preparing for your legacy. We're, we're, it's all about getting a plan together. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Know? Um, you can plan to prepare, prepare, prepare to plan. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or f what is that again? No, 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 no. You can plan to fail 
or fail to plan. Oh, yeah, yeah. There That's we go. the right one. There we go. <laughs> it is wow. 7 a.m. Everybody's got to give Ooh. us a little bit of a break. All right, yeah, yeah. We need to drink some more of this coffee. I got That's my right. coffee sitting right here. You need so. a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, okay, so what we're really talking about is, is just overcoming all of the financial obstacles that you may encounter along the way. One of those main obstacles is what? It's healthcare, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody knows that, hey, uh, with the cost of healthcare nowadays, it's almost, uh, it's for a lot of people. It's impossible to retire before Medicare age, which is 65, you know. And so people they have these thoughts uh, of maybe retiring prior to 65, maybe at 62. That's when they're eligible for their Social Security benefits. Um, but a lot of times that's one of the major obstacles you can mm-hmm. encounter. So that's just an example of one obstacle that I'm really talking about. So, right, right. Agreed. Um, so the question was, how can I make my money as lost as long as I will? Basically, get a plan. Mm-hmm. Go talk to somebody that really understands retirement planning. And, uh, you know, obviously we, 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 we think we're really good at that as well. Mm-hmm. So give us a call at 332-7855. Set up your complimentary consultation. Mm-hmm. And when I say complimentary, I highlighted that because it's true. A lot of people don't go see financial advisors, by the way. This was found out as well. That a lot of people don't want to go see them because they think they're going to get charged mm. or they're embarrassed about their situation. Maybe they haven't saved enough and they know it. So they don't want to come see us. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Okay? If you if you can let that go, you'll be much better off because you, then you go see someone and get a plan. And get your help. Yeah. I mean, uh, same kind of thing. I think what you said, you know, you can you can fail to plan. Yeah, or plan to fail. Yeah. So, so what I don't understand the whole point of not going to see somebody because you know your own situation. Right, right. Okay? Because... First of all, this is a confidential industry, mm-hmm. right? I mean, exactly. we keep everything 100% confidential. I would never say anything to anyone about any particular situation. Um, but my point is, is that we can't go back in time mm-hmm. and add more money to your account. You might be able to do that now as far as adding more now because you through the catch-up contributions and things like that. But you can't go back in time. So it is what it is. Right. So let's let's fix it going forward. Let's fix it going yep. forward. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. So so a couple of reasons why people don't see financial advisors, they 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 think they're you know they're going to charge them a fee, and number two is they're embarrassed about their mm-hmm. own situation, mm-hmm. and so that's just really bad reasons. Well, and I think you've seen both. You've seen situations where you've helped somebody get a good plan going forward, and they feel very confident walking out. And you've had situations where people didn't realize they could retire, and they actually could. Exactly. So and I mean, they you've could seen retire both. prior. To what they really thought. Right, right. So, I mean, you know, until you see somebody who can really lay it out for you and create all those reports that we talk about in all of our shows that kind of show, you know, how long your income is going to last and legacy planning and Social Security and all of those pieces put together, you know, really don't know. Exactly. So, and and, and by the way, sticking money in a 401k is not a plan, Mm -hmm. right? Right. Even if you're doing a good job, let's say you know that, hey, you've done a few calculations and if I put $1,000 a month into my 401k, I'm going to be okay. That that may be true. Right. But how do you actually know? How do you really, really know? And how does that work with Social Security? How does it work with your spouse's retirement plan? Mm -hmm. How does it work with your health care plan? Uh, there's just so many variables here. Yeah, taxes and all that. Yeah. Exactly. Taxes. Taxes are huge. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep, you're right. All right, so hopefully that answers your first question. What's your second question? Okay, so we know that most people will likely choose an IRA, right? Because we're talking about how to make sure your income lasts. Right, and managing your IRA. So that's our yep. that's our topic today. Um, so this is usually the vehicle you use to help them navigate the sometimes rocky terrain between them and their dream retirement. Can you explain to us a little basics about an IRA? Yes, so let's do that. Um, one of the things I hear a lot of people say is, hey, uh, do I have to sign or, or can I be on my spouse's IRA? And the answer is no. Okay. IRA stand. Now you can be a beneficiary. Mm-hmm. Let me clarify that real quick. But an IRA stands for an individual retirement account. So first of all, that's what it stands for. It's an account set up for one individual at a financial institution that allows you to save for retirement. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, there are several types of IRAs. You have your traditional IRAs. <clears throat> Excuse me. You have Roth IRAs, which if you've listened to this show at all, you know I'm a huge proponent of the Roth IRA. Uh, simple IRAs. Uh, some are more common than others for many reasons. What I mean by that is is that you know some of the simple IRAs, SEP IRAs, things like that are set up for uh, workplace. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're having an IRA at your at your work. Um, you know, some of the smaller companies that don't, uh, it doesn't really maybe make sense to have a 401k, uh, have simple IRAs, which is basically just an IRA set up in your name that your employer contributes to. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, so, so, you know, some of them are workplace and some of them are just set up by you at a financial institution. For example, we have a financial institution here. And so people come in and they would set up their IRAs or roll over their 401ks to an IRA. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you just go to a financial institution that could be a bank too, you know, banks, but you know, you're limited to what they offer as far as, you know, CDs or whatever it is. Uh, but sometimes that's necessary because maybe they're going to use it to create income. In other words, they're just going to take it out. Hopefully not all of it. Right. Cause then what happens when you take all of your IRA money out, it's all taxable mm-hmm. to you. Well, traditional IRA. So, um, so the most, the two most common are definitely the traditional IRA and the Roth IRA. So let's talk about the differences between the two. Your traditional IRA, you put money in, you get a deduction or it's, re- you know, it's not counted as your in your uh, taxable income for that year. So you get a deduction for the contribution. Your money then grows in that account, however you have it invested, right? So maybe you have it in mutual funds or whatever it is. And people, you know, are confused about that as well. And here's my easiest way I can explain it is that an IRA, whether it's a traditional or a Roth, is in a, is, is basically a, a, an umbrella, okay? It's shelter. It's a tax shelter. So you can put whatever you want underneath that umbrella to a certain extent. So mutual funds, IRAs, uh, you know, you know, CDs underneath that umbrella. Uh, you could do stocks. You could do uh, real estate. Okay, so an IRA is just an umbrella that shelters your whatever you have invested in that uh, from taxes. So that's kind of the easiest way I can explain Mm -hmm. a traditional IRA. So you get a deduction for putting that money in. And then when you take that money out, when you withdraw the money, when you create this income that we've, you know, plan that uh, someone has created for you. Okay, all of that money then is taxable. So your contribution because you got a deduction on it up front is now taxable. The growth on all of that money over the years, it's all taxable. So every dollar that comes out of that is going to be taxable. Okay. Now the Roth, the Roth IRA is a little bit different. Actually, it's quite a bit different. You uh, do not get a deduction for the contribution now. So if you really, really need that deduction, um, if you are really close to retirement and you have a high uh, income and you want to go ahead and do that, of course, if you have too high of an income, you won't even be able to deduct it because you can't do it. Uh, you're not eligible, right? You're not, exactly, because yeah. you're not eligible uh, to deduct that contribution. Anyway, the point is you don't get a deduction for a Roth IRA contribution, okay? But the advantage is is that your contribution plus then all of the growth over the next however many years is all tax-free, Okay. So that is, those are the main differences. One, you get a deduction, but it's all taxable in retirement. The Roth, you don't get a deduction, but it's all tax-free to you in retirement. Excuse me. As long as you meet certain mm-hmm. criteria and rules. Um, so that's, you know, those are some major differences. Now, a lot of people say to me is they're closer to retirement. Maybe they're 50. They're saying, I don't have time to make up the tax difference. I need a deduction now. I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket when I get to retirement. And those all may be true. Okay, so that may be a good reason for you to do a traditional IRA. Mm-hmm. But one thing I want you to think about, if that's the way your uh, your thought process is right now, is that don't think just about you. Think about your spouse and your beneficiaries, because if something happened to you and that money got passed on, that is then tax-free to them as well. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and again, we have the what we, a report called the IRA Legacy Report that kind of shows and breaks all of that down for folks. Um, so, so that's really good information to have. If you're contemplating on the differences and which one to contribute to, just give us a call. We'll help you. It's no big deal. Okay. So, um, uh, so, so that, that's the answer to the question. Mm -hmm. What are the differences between the regular IRA and the traditional or excuse me, the Roth IRA? Mm -hmm. That's great. Great information. Okay. So that is it for this segment. Next segment, we're going to actually get into um, how to get a well-managed IRA, making sure that what you're doing is, is the right thing for you. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? 
Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Innovative Financial Solutions by visiting theinnovativeteam.com or by calling us at 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. All right. Yes. Welcome back to the Retirement Playbook brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. See what I did there? Uh Uh-huh. See, we kind of like always kind of play off of that, but I actually started it. You ended it. You liked it? That was good. You're my yin to my yang. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I got you to laugh. I like it. I'm always the one laughing. I know. Okay. All right. So uh, this show, we've been talking about managing your IRA. But, you know, one of the things that um, are the definitely the uh, the most common type or common way to save for retirement is definitely an IRA. This show is called the Retirement Playbook, by the way. So we just it's another tool. It's another play in the playbook uh, to help people understand the IRAs, uh, understand the differences between traditional and Roth. Again, you've listened to this show, you know I'm a huge proponent of the Roth if you can do it. You know, what I mean by that is, is that if you make too much, you can't contribute to a Roth. Um, Now, there are certain ways you can maybe make that happen, Mm -hmm. but you have Mm -hmm. to give us a call to find out what that secret is. Oh, that secret. Is that the is that the backdoor yep. IRA? Woo-hoo, that's right. I'm learning. So 332 332-7855. 332-7855. Give us a call. And by the way, if you wanna if you don't want to do that and you want to shoot us an email, uh, give us some feedback or or even uh, give us suggestions of what you would like us to talk about. That's fine as long as that has to do with retirement planning. Mm-hmm. We're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the retirement playbook at gmail.com. The retirement playbook at gmail.com. So. Uh, shoot us an email and uh, we'll answer any questions you might have. Okay. Hey, all right. You ready? So we kind of ended the first segment, you know, kind of talking about the different types of IRAs. And then we kind of said, let's talk a little bit about why someone should have a well-managed IRA. Mm -hmm. Right? Exactly. See, I had to have a little little coffee coffee there. there. (laughs) It's still early. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, so so well met. What do we mean by that? So mm-hmm. really, there's there's lots of different ways to manage your IRA. I wouldn't say so much that there is a quote unquote right way to manage your IRA, uh, but there are several wrong ways. Okay, so there there's traps, in other words, that you need to be aware of, um, and so you run the risk of making a mistake that could derail your entire plan if you don't pay attention to those. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, so let's get into why, like you said, someone should have a well-managed IRA. So when you, um, were working in your retirement, uh, or excuse me, when you were working in your career, uh, you probably kind of thought of your IRA as a glorified savings account, you know, well, I'm just putting this money away. I hope it's doing okay. And you watched it go up and down, right? Probably because someone told you to put exactly, money in Exactly. Because somebody told you <laughs> someone to do told it. Someone told you to do it. It was a good idea. Hey, I'm not okay. going to lie. Early in my career, that's kind of what I did too. I was like, oh, okay, I'm supposed to put money in this. So you just do. Right. And, and, and so what does it really mean though? The differences between having a good or well-managed IRA versus uh, making mistakes. And it's literally the difference between living your retirement of your dreams, quote unquote, versus, you know, um, the, the reality that you may fear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really hard to understate the importance of knowing how to, how your IRA works. It's not just, Hey, let's dump money in, let's get a deduction for this. And then, you know, at some point I'll just try to take it out. And so you just need to understand that there are traps here with IRAs and how to avoid them. Yep. So again, we're talking about managing your IRA and just educating to understanding what your IRA is, right? And how it functions. So you're going to tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. So understanding, right? Mm -hmm. So that's really what we're talking about here. Because if you don't understand something, you can't plan for something. Right. Right. I mean, you've got to understand how this all works. Um, so and I think most people just want to say, oh, it's just going to be there when I'm ready for it. <laughs> you know, that it's just going to happen. It's just right. going to happen. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. Okay. So um, let's see here. 
enlisting the help, first of all, first and foremost, enlisting the help of someone that truly understands IRAs is by far the number one step here. You know, you don't have to go this alone, you know, and, and again, I don't want to make this a commercial about us, but we are the retirement people. So we do understand IRAs and how they work. And some of the traps that you could run into will help you avoid those. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you really understand, understanding the, the, the differences, for example, of the traditional versus the Roth, when to take money out, how to take it out. Uh, you know, are you going to do it prior to 59 and a half? So the, there's an example there of doing, setting up what we call a 72 T. Um, you know, which accounts do you do that with? Um, do we want to look at possibly doing an NUA with your uh, 401k to an IRA, which is net unrealized appreciation? It's only for companies that have private stock. So you understand there's just an ex- there's a there's a couple examples there of how you could really benefit yourself versus or really hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like from what you're saying, timing is key. Timing is key and understanding the differences and how to set up multiple accounts, how to take out required minimum distributions from multiple accounts. Um, so basically that means when you reach 70 and a half, the, the government says you have to start taking money out of this and uh, of your accounts of a traditional IRA. And so uh, if you don't do that right, mm-hmm. 50% penalty. Mm. So you, you understand, mm-hmm. uh, again, I'm just stressing the importance of working with someone that understands how these all work and how they can help you kind of quote unquote, hold your hand through this journey. Right. And if I have a Roth IRA, I'm not required to take minimum distributions, correct? That's correct. So see, you're even learning. I am learning. This I'm learning a lot. Ra- <laughs> the radio show process. Well, and I just think, you know, talking about RMDs for a minute, just focused on that. Like I remember a lot of people who stress about that because it's either a situation where, you know, you're being forced to take it out. It's not a situation where you're choosing to take it out. And so it may be a good thing for you or it may be a hindrance for you, depending on where you are in your retirement. I've seen situations where you actually have a distribution plan Mm -hmm. with your assets. And by taking or by reaching 70 and a half, they actually have to take out more than they really need. Mm. So it's important how your distribution of of your other assets. So some people say, well, I don't want to touch my IRA because... You know, it's going to be taxable to me. Well, and I understand that, and that's fine. But what does that mean to your required minimum distribution uh, picture mm-hmm. when you reach 70 and a half? And how does that all work? Right. So maybe you are better off taking a little bit more out now. Again, you understand how this can be confusing. We're right. trying to get that picture across to you this morning by saying, hey, you don't have to go this alone. Mm-hmm. Go at this alone. You can uh, hire somebody to help you. And... By you know, and, and people say the word hire. Well, yeah, now I got to pay a fee. Okay, well, maybe paying a little bit of a fee is worth not avoiding all of these problems that mm-hmm. you might have that will be cost you way more than than what the fees are. Right, okay. and isn't it better to know exactly what your retirement picture is going to look like? Right. Yeah, I just think you know, as as we, I've listened to these shows, you know, I think I've mentioned this before, but there's several key years that I think if you if you don't know what happens at all of these, I think it's it's concerning because I've learned a lot that you know you have 59 and a half. Yeah, so you that's know. actually what I was going to get into next, yeah. which are the different ages. The different ages for everything. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. you're right. You're absolutely right. 59 and a half is kind of the first age that people look at uh, when it comes to IRAs because you, uh, if you take out money from a traditional IRA prior to 59 and a half, now we're excluding you know advanced techniques like the 72T, um, or, um, uh, then you would be subject to a 10% penalty. Mm. Okay, that's a lot of money. Uh, And that's just the federal tax penalty. On top of that, now you're paying taxes. So this could be a really uh, negative thing. Um, But there are ways to get it out prior to 59 and a half. Again, using the 72T, which is basically um, you have to take what they call equally substantial series of payments. Mm -hmm. And it has to last the longer of five years or you reaching 59 and a half. Oh, wow. The longer of. Okay, okay. So that's that timing, that timing is key too. That timing is huge yeah. okay. because you might be 59 and a half in two years, but you've got to keep this thing rolling for five years. Okay. Um, so, and, and sometimes that may not be a big situation or a big deal, but, but you know, Hey, it's going to, it could be, yep. and it's all happening, you know, at the same time. Um, and so the 59 and a half would be that first stage. 
um, you know, 70 and a half, which who comes up with these half years? I, <laughs> I know no we've idea. laughed about this before, so I know. It's, it's, I know it's rather ridiculous, but 59 and a half is the first one where you're eligible to take money out of an IRA. Uh, now with the Roth, that's a little bit different. You actually have a little bit more flexibility there with your contributions. There are things called like five year rule, mm-hmm. uh, where you have to have the Roth IRA established for five years. That's why I tell people, even if you don't know for sure if you're going to contribute to a lot, you know, the maximum amount of money to a Roth IRA, go ahead and open one. At least you start the five-year rule, which basically says that you have to have a Roth IRA for five years to be able to take money out. Oh, got it. Okay. 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 Now that does not include your your contribution. Okay, so your contribution, you have a lot of flexibility. I almost hesitate to tell people about this. You know, because you don't want them to touch their their Roth IRA money. Because it's supposed to be for retirement. Because it's supposed to be for <laughs> retirement. But you can yeah. take your contribution out anytime for any reason and not be subject to the ten percent penalty or taxes. On a Roth. Yeah. In a yeah. Roth. Okay. So so you know the Roth gives you a lot of flexibility there, um, uh, but now I'm kind of getting sidetracked here. But my point is, is that you have different ages that you, things have to happen or can happen, and you have to understand how those all work in your specific situation. Okay. So really, the, the whole bottom line to all of this discussion is is to work with somebody, ask questions, understand how all of this works, because it could be a huge benefit or it could be a huge hindrance on mm-hmm. your financial plan. Okay? Okay. Right, is that, did we get yeah. that point across? I we think did. we did. Okay. We did. Very good. So, uh, okay, next segment, we're going to get into some more specifics about what you can be doing to help yourself in your retirement. It's all next on the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle. When it comes to retirement planning, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where the retirement assets should be invested. While accumulating your desired amount of retirement assets is important, we feel that it is just as important to have your money in assets that represent the level of risk or safety that you want. Red money is money that is at risk and subject to market volatility. Yellow money is money that is at risk but is professionally managed. And green money is money that may have its principal protected and is less subject to large market swings. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we created a simple way for you to group your retirement assets called the color of money. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, download our complimentary retirement income toolkit at theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855. That number again is 573-332-7855. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Okay, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions, and we are the... Retirement people. There we go. It's done. Pretty sure. Next time, I'm just going to say people. <laughs> we're just you you know you're saying less and less on i know episode. i know you keep yeah. cutting me out cutting That's me out right. <laughs> right. we'll bring you back if you just do the whole entire introduction no no you episode. do a good job i like your introduction okay so um we have talked a little bit actually a lot about iras here this morning and why it's so important to understand what you have how it works and what it's going to do for you in retirement I mean, that's basically what we're talking about now. We haven't exactly said it that way, but that's what we've been talking about this morning. And the importance of working with a financial professional that understands how all of these work. Mm -hmm. And when I say financial professional, that's what I mean. I'm not talking about an investment manager. Okay. They may be able to manage your assets for you and charge you a fee to manage your assets. What we're going to do is help you plan and understand all of these things and how IRAs work and how it affects your entire picture. That's a financial professional. Okay. Not just a money manager. Mm -hmm. So you look at it all, look at the entire picture, do all of the planning. Then yes, we can implement that for you here. Okay. Yeah. We can, we can charge you a fee to manage your assets too, but you're going to get all of it. Okay. So that's kind of the difference between working with just an investment manager and a professional financial Mm -hmm. professional. So, Agreed. Okay. <clears throat> so we've talked um, a little bit about why you need to work with a financial professional. Now, in this segment, we're going to get into some of the actual scenarios that we see and what you could be doing uh, to better yourself. And and so a lot of these may or may not apply to you, but we're going to hit it because we think they're important. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But you wanted to. Yeah, I think we. Should, I would think we should take a timeout. We haven't done a timeout in a long time. We haven't done a timeout in a while. Okay. All right. Let's All right. take a timeout. Let's take a timeout. All right. Here we go. Six Tiger swimmers advance. Missouri gives new look. Missouri post season high score. Timeout. Okay. So. Can I what? tell everybody what I want to talk about? Sure. Absolutely. <laughs> go ahead. So we're coming off of. Um, uh, my family coming into town. So my dad and my stepmom come to visit us every summer and spend some time. And uh, usually that's when you go on a motorcycle ride with uh, with my dad because he loves his motorcycles. Yep. yep. And he actually drives up, takes two days and drives up from Florida. So, whew, man, I hope when I'm his age, we can do something Good, like I that. I can't do it. I know. I can't do it. I don't I think I can do it today. I don't think I can do it today. But I think the funniest part about this trip, besides kind of your annual, you know, motorcycle ride that you guys take, is that this year you decided to go fishing because that's been kind of your new passion. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you want to tell about your little fishing expedition? Yeah. So <laughs> he, uh, he said, Hey, we got to plan one of the days that I'm there to go fishing. I'm going to buy a one day non-resident fishing license and we're going to go fishing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, he used to fish a lot when he was a kid. He doesn't do much anymore. He's full time. He's the sheriff of Escambia County in Florida. So he's very, he's very busy. busy. Yeah. Um, and so he doesn't have a whole lot of time to do recreational things because when he does have time off, usually they're going on a cruise or traveling mm-hmm. and those kinds yeah, of things. Yeah, which so, they should. Yeah. Absolutely. So, but anyway, so he says, hey, let's go fishing uh, when I get up there. So I organized this deal. I asked a couple of friends, hey, where should we go uh, fishing around here? We want to do some bass fishing. And, you know, a lot of the waters are so warm now that it's just really hard to find a spot where you can actually catch some fish. Because the last thing you want to do is go out with your father-in-law and just sit there and blank it and all it's day. A bust. Blank, blank, <laughs> blank. You know, yeah. you catch no fish. And so uh, we go down to Duck Creek. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, some people have told me, hey, it's pretty good down there. You kind of watch where you're going. It's kind of shallow. And there's lots of stumps in the water. We got this little, you know, John Bow thing. So we go down there and um, we're there for about 40 minutes, not really having any bites, any luck or anything. And uh, it, a storm starts rolling in. And it had rained a little bit, and it was kind of cool because you could see the rain like over in the trees, but it never got to us. Mm. And so that was really kind of cool to see. And then, it, you know, it did finally another little squall came through and, you know, it rained on us a little bit. Nothing major. So fine, you know. Well, the, the, the sky starts getting kind of dark in the, in the backside. It starts coming our way. And I'm like, whoa, we've got to watch this one. This isn't just going to be a little bit of rain here. Yeah, you're in a metal boat. It, well, yeah, <laughs> that, that too. Yep, and yep. so um, I'm keeping my eye on it where you just keep fishing and whatever. Well, all of a sudden it starts raining a little harder. And all of a sudden out of the blue, it just goes boom. You know, I mean, thunder. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you know, when thunder is, there's yep, lightning. There's lightning. So we're, I mean, I start that motor and bam, we're out of here. We're going and we're not too far away from the dock. Thank goodness. And so we, you know, we're motoring and I got to be careful because on the way out, I hit a couple of stumps. And we don't want to hit any more of those stumps mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. So we, we get out and man, it starts pouring rain. I mean, just absolutely downpouring. And, and you don't have the boat out of the water at this and point. And we don't have the boat out of the water <laughs> at this point. And it's lighting. I'm like, oh Ooh. my goodness. So, I mean, I'm just like, just going as fast as we can. So we get up, get to the dock, we get the boat out of the water, all this kind of stuff. And I get up and I'm putting all my, you know, getting the, the, um, uh, stabilizer up for the motor and all this kind of stuff. And I mean, it is driving rain so hard. It felt like, um, it felt like pellets mm-hmm. hitting you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was because the wind, right? Mm-hmm. Because the wind was just driving the rain down. And man, it was like, what in the world is oh, going my, on? My I dad mean, said you could see nowhere. like white caps in the water. It was blowing so oh, hard. Oh <laughs> my gosh. It was unbelievable. It just came out of nowhere. And you're soaked at this point. Soaked. We get in the truck and no fish. I think and I should add. Of course, add. no, no fish. fish. <laughs> no fish at this point. Yeah. And so, oh my gosh, it was just, we were just drenched. My my truck is drenched. Everything is drenched. Everything's just soaking wet. So then we get back up to Cape because we leave and we didn't just let it blow over and then, you know, go back out. We were just drenched at this point. So we get and out. And you have no towels. So you guys are just sitting in your wetness. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> so, so we get back up to Cape and we're um, just bound and determined. So we're going to go somewhere else and uh, we go to the battery store to try to get a, a new battery. Because, oh, I forgot to tell you that my trolling motor wasn't working when we got out there, which is, I mean, that's, if you know fishing at all, I mean, that's it's just, key. Yeah, it's key. It's a nightmare, right? Not having a trolling motor. And, and what we were doing is just using our anchor and just fishing out of that. And we were moving around a little bit. Anyway, so we get 
to the battery store and we're getting ready to uh, swap out batteries, but I wanted to test it just to make sure, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. They're like, well, you should have enough juice to, to, to power that thing. And, and it may not last all day cause it is kind of low, but it should have worked. It should have worked. Yeah. So, so we hook up the battery that this new battery. So, well, let's test it with the new battery. We hook up the new battery to it. And all of a sudden we're checking it out and all this, and all of a sudden we see smoke. <laughs> And there's smoke coming out of the fu- the fuse box in the front. There's smoke. All of a sudden, I look back in the back where the battery is, smoking everywhere, f- melting wires, gas tanks right there. I'm like, Dave, grab the gas tank so it doesn't, you know, ex- have this huge explosion. And the fuse, we have a little fuse box, on, or uh, uh, yeah, well, it's a fuse box. It's, it's on the wiring connected to the battery, so it prevents this kind of thing. And it didn't work. Well, it didn't it work. Didn't, yeah. Okay. And so anyway, it was just like, oh my gosh, what is going on? So we got fire extinguishers coming out. I mean, <laughs> they had to get the oh fire. Yeah. It so was just I just ridiculous. have to give our viewing audience like just a visual of this. So they have caught I'm no with fish. With my father-in-law. With your father-in-law. He's been up since, what time did you guys get up? 5.30? Well, we, well we, we, the alarm went off at 4.30. We're leaving at 5. But I was so excited about going. I woke up at 3. Yeah. So I've yeah. been up since 3, you know. Yeah. Of course, so this is still pretty early, so I wasn't that tired. But actually. it's like probably 9 o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah. 8.39? Yeah, something like okay. that. Okay. So they're sopping wet because they just got off of Duck Creek. They come to the battery store, still sopping wet, and now your boat is smoking with fire extinguishers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but you know what? This is, the, this is what you get for perseverance. Yeah, that's persistency. right. Persistency. We went out. We reset the hit the reset button, got the new battery, just direct connected it because you know all the wiring was burnt up. Yeah, and and we went out <laughs> just like that, got new direct connects to the battery and uh, went fishing because I was not giving up. No, and I don't think he was either. And he bought this seven dollar non resident fishing license, <laughs> so we were gonna make this happen. Had to make it work. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you finally caught some fish, though. We did. We caught some fish, and everything was good. And so, you had a great day. Yeah, had a great day. Oh, anyway, a funny start little, though. I think that's a good little timeout. Time yep. yep. Okay. Let's get back to business, though. All right. Let's talk right, about we'll, IRAs. Yes. What do you got? Okay. So we've talked a lot. Of, we've had a real good, I think, discussion on IRAs, period, just kind of covering IRAs um, and, and talking about managing your IRA if you own one. So, you know, you know, talk to us a little about how important it is to have control over your assets. So it's really important. And to uh, really have control, you need to understand where all your money is, right? It's fine that they're in IRAs or maybe they're in 401ks. In today's world, by the way, you all know this, that so many people change jobs Mm -hmm. very frequently. Right. um, And throughout their career, maybe not, you know, you had a job 10 years ago and you kept it in the 401k and it's still at that workplace. Well, the more you change jobs and the more of these retirement plans or accounts you have, the more confusion can it can be and the less control you have. Okay. And so you want to take control. And a lot of times it makes sense. Okay. To consolidate a mm-hmm. little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got five or six different IRA or 401ks, you don't work there anymore. Let's not keep our money there anymore. Mm-hmm. Let's roll that out to an IRA and you can consolidate all of those 401ks that you had into one uh, IRA. Now I'm not, suggesting everybody go run out and do that. I'm just saying that is something that would give you a little bit more control. And you remember those pitfalls that we were talking mm-hmm. about? Yes. Those are a lot easier to to uh, to avoid if you have control and you know where your money is. So consolidation is probably something anybody that has multiple IRAs or 401k should look at. Mm-hmm. Okay. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Yeah. Right. Makes it easier to look at your whole picture, I'm sure. It does. It yeah. does. And because... That is one of the ways, you know, accidentally leaving your retirement um, account behind at, at your old jobs um, is just something that, that uh, you know, you, you shouldn't really do. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got to do something about it. Take control of your finances and, and uh, you know, make sure you know where your money is and what it's doing and how it's doing. So there you go. Agreed. Okay. What next? Hmm. I don't know. What do you want to talk about next? Okay, perfect. <laughs> so, uh, actually, you know what we're going to do? Oh, we're going to we're take a little break. We're going to okay. this time. Yep, yep. It's that time. It's time for another break. So, let's talk about how to properly allocate your assets yes. in our next segment. It's all right here on the Retirement Playbook. Tax planning can be very difficult, and making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. 
All you need is the right professional for the job. At Innovative Financial Solutions, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit theinnovativeteam.com or call us at 573-332-7855 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. Once again, that number to call is 573-332-7855 or visit theinnovativeteam.com. And now back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle Alspa. Okay, welcome back to the Retirement Playbook with Brock and Danielle, brought to you by Innovative Financial Solutions. We are the retirement people. Oh, my god! I thought I was only going to say people this we time. We are the retirement people. We are. People. Was I singing it too much? <laughs> I don't have a good singing <laughs> voice. <laughs> Nobody would want to hear it. <laughs> I think they get the point. They do. They All do. All righty. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to our show yes. this week. It's the Retirement Playbook every Saturday morning right here on KZIM, KSIM from 7 to 8 a.m. And by the way, if you don't have it, you probably should just in case you get in a jam and you're not around to get the signal, you can download the app. It's the KZIM, KSIM app. They go to the app store. There's this, the, uh, what's the Google Play store? Whatever. Google Play store. Yep, you yep. got it. And um, uh, search for KZIM and you'll see it. It's black and gold. And uh, you can download that app and listen to our show along with any other show on mm-hmm. KGIM uh, anytime from anywhere in the world. We also have them saved on our website at theinnovativeteam.com, the innovative team. So you can go listen to any of our uh, previous shows there too, as well. And they're all titled with the topic. So if there's a topic you're looking for, they also have that information stored on our website. So check us out. Check us out. All right. So we're coming down the home stretch here, folks, and we've been talking about managing your IRA mm-hmm. and the different aspects of doing that. So, you know, it's not all about just, you know, uh, you know, deciding which one you're going to have, a traditional or a Roth. It's uh, there's a lot of the things that go uh, beyond that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is definitely one of the first steps. Um, but now what we'd like to do and we kind of teased you with this in the last segment is take control of your assets and understand how to properly allocate them. Correct. Okay. So really one of the best ways to do this is we actually have a system uh, called the color of money system. And there is actually a website you can go to. It's www.colorofmoney. My color of money. Wow. I screwed <laughs> that up. Go ahead. I'll let you do this. Okay. Yeah. So it's mycolorofmoney.org. Mycolorofmoney.org. There's a real simple 11 question um, survey, really, that just kind of asks, you know, what where your comfort level is, but it gives you an idea of what kind of investor you are. Exactly. When she means, and when she talks about uh, what type of an investor you are, it's not set in stone, hey, you should be allocated this way. It doesn't, in other words, we're not going to have you go through this 11 question survey and say, okay, you should do this or you should do that. No, mm-hmm. it's a guide. It lets us know how you feel about investing. Okay. It doesn't drive all of the decisions, but it's a guide. And it is a good little eye opener. I know you've had a lot of um, clients uh, tell you, oh, wow, I didn't realize that that's really where my comfort level was. And then it, then it changes over time as well. And the reason why we use the color of money system is because it's so easy to understand. You have three different colors of money. So you have green money, which is money that cannot go down. It will not be affected by, quote unquote, the stock market. Okay. It, uh, it, it is something that is very conservative. It's going to protect your principal. It's going to be very safe, okay? Then we move on to yellow money, okay? Yellow money, well, let's go to red. Red money is on the other end of the spectrum, actually. It's uh, money that can go up and down in value. Um, it has more risk, mm-hmm. but potentially has more reward, mm-hmm. okay? And so a very good example of that is just you buying a few stocks. That's red money. It can go up and down in value, Um uh, and, and, and it's not a bad thing. It's just how understanding how you're allocated and making sure that you're properly allocated between red and green. Then we throw in yellow money, which in my opinion is better than, than red money because it's actually professionally managed. Okay. So if you're throwing money in an account and you're just buying, you know, Hey, you know, here's some mutual funds, or maybe you went to a broker and they just, you know, uh, sold you some mutual funds. 
and and then you're on your way. Well, your overall investment picture is not being professionally managed, mm-hmm. right? Um, it is internally. There's a fund manager managing those assets, but as far as watching your allocation and making sure that you're still intact uh, with your goals and objectives, that's where the professional money management comes along. Okay, they're going to buy and sell based on what's going on in the market, along with what your risk tolerance is. Mm-hmm. So you understand the differences between red and yellow. Correct. And um, also give you all of the other things that come with having a financial advisor work with you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Reports, checking in on progress, seeing how you're doing. I mean, that's that's also what you're getting by having it professionally managed. Exactly. So yep. you have the three different colors of money. It's that simple. And what this color of money uh, system does is, is it says, okay, here's 11 questions. Let us know how you feel about all of these certain situations. Give us some kind of idea of what your risk tolerance is. And then we apply what we call uh, making sure, well, it's not a, something we call, but it's it's applying that uh, number, because it does give you a number, by the way, um, applying that number to your overall allocation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So, so if you want to check it out, you can. Um, there's no obligation by doing that because uh, we have a direct link website, mycolorofmoney.org, mycolorofmoney.org, if you want to kind of see what kind of investor you are. So there you go. The question was, how can I help someone take control which, you know, we've talked about control, making sure that you know where your money is and making sure we don't leave money at old 401ks and those kinds of things, unless it's just something you really want to do, and that's fine. Um, but properly allocating your assets is just as important, mm-hmm. okay? And that's an easy way to get it done. Yep. There you go. Exactly. All right, what's next? All right, so we're going to talk a little bit more about rollovers. Does that sound good? Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's do it. Well, we talked a lot about consolidation, you know, of 401ks, if that works for you. But let's talk about how you could roll over that. So what are direct and indirect rollovers? Okay, so you're getting fancy on me. You're I am getting, getting fancy. It's you, the last segment. I know, but you're <laughs> just, I'm so proud of you. You're learning so much. I am. I'm learning a lot. Okay. So you have what, what Danielle was referring to is, you know, you have this 401k and uh, you want to roll it into an IRA. And when you decide to do that, you basically have two different options to be able to roll that money over. You can do it indirectly or you can do it directly. And I'm now going to explain to you the differences between the two. So when you have an indirect rollover, the, the, the check that the custodian makes from the 401k is actually made out to you, okay, instead of the new custodian. And you have 60 days to roll over those assets, or you will pay taxes on the amount withheld. Because it turns into income at that point if you don't do it. It turns into income, okay? If you want to roll the total distribution amount, including your withholding, you must deposit any tax withholding that was deducted from your distribution. So let's say you have $100,000. They withhold $20,000. That's the withholding that we're talking about, Okay. So you must, if you want to roll the entire, you know, the total distribution over, you must deposit any tax withholding that was deducted from your distribution. Any portion not rolled over, including amounts withheld, okay, will be considered a distribution and you'll be subject to income tax. And if you're under 59 and a half, a 10% penalty, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. So... Lots of consequences here. So here's some plans. There's a mandatory withholding. Mm -hmm. But what I would say, if you're going to do an indirect rollover, just don't have any withholding. Then you don't have to worry about it. Right. 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 Makes it simpler. The only way you'd really want to do withholding on a voluntary basis is if you're actually just going to cash this out and and go do something with it, which is oftentimes a horrible idea. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, sounds like a bad, bad plan. Yeah. (laughs) That's not a retirement plan. Indirect rollover. Basically, you have 60 days to turn that money that would be taxable to you roll over to an IRA within 60 days, and you're good. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's an indirect rollover. I will tell you, I have never recommended an indirect rollover, number one. Number two, I when I have helped people with it, it's there because they already did it themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's just generally not a good idea. Is it clunky? It's clunky. <laughs> That's one of my terms. It's clunky. Yeah. Good word for it. Yeah. It's clunky. Yeah. And so what I would recommend is that if you have money in an IRA, or excuse me, a 401k or a 403b or any kind of qualified plan, that you do a direct rollover. So that's a custodian to custodian rollover. All right. So it's at wherever, you Mm -hmm. know, Fidelity. And we want to roll it over to TD Ameritrade. Okay. 
Fidelity makes the checkout to TD Ameritrade for the benefit of you. Mm-hmm. And so this is clean instead of clunky. It's clean. There's no <laughs> mandatory withholding on the taxes. Because, again, that's sometimes a mandatory deal based on the plan document. Uh, if you make a distribution and want to do an indirect rollover, they're going to mandatorily hold 10, 15, 20%. Usually it's 20. Um, and there's no 60-day window you have to be messing with. What if something happened to your health in that time? Mm-hmm. You're waiting on a check and you, God forbid, have a heart attack or something. Yeah. Then you got these 60 days you got to deal with. And it, this is probably one of the last things on your mind if something Correct. like that did happen. It would be on mine. Right. Yeah. So it's just... Man, I really can't think of a reason why an indirect rollover is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Do it direct. You don't have to mess with a 60-day window. It's uh, You don't have to worry about the mandatory withholding. Just get it done and make it easy. Mm-hmm. Life can be easy. There it is. There's the knowledge coming from Brock Alspaugh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right. No, that was great information. That was good. That was okay. good. So that's something that, that uh, you know, I get a lot of questions about. Mm-hmm. Can I do a rollover? Should I consolidate my accounts? Should I, you know, there's lots of questions that get thrown out about IRAs and we could do probably 10 shows worth of IRA talk, you know, Mm -hmm. as far as getting into specifics and really drilling down because we do understand. I mean, I've been doing this for 17 years now and I, you know, again, most of my career, I've been focused on retirement planning, uh, definitely in the last 11 years. So work with someone that understands how all of this works and how it can help you achieve your goals because it can really help you to understand everything, but it also can really hurt you if you don't. Correct. And so let's make sure that we understand what's going on and how it affects your picture. Mm-hmm. All right, folks, that is it for this week. We are out of time. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Shoot us an email. Give us a call, 332-7855, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for listening to The Retirement Playbook. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Brock and Daniel Alspa at Innovative Financial Solutions. Call 573-332-7855 or visit their website at theinnovativeteam.com. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Innovative Financial Planners, a registered investment advisor in the state of Missouri. Insurance products and services are offered through Innovative Insurance Consultants. Innovative Financial Solutions and Innovative Insurance Consultants are affiliated companies. Brock Alspa, Danielle Alspa, and Innovative Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.